Nine fall teams and their season holding hardware will recap a busy weekend in the pool, on the court, and in the dome. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The first two football champions were crowned on Saturday at the Superior Dome in Marquette with the MHSAA eight-player championships. In Division I, Martin defeated Merrill 74-24 to capture the trophy. Martin had been runner-up the last two seasons, but brings home the hardware this year. J.R. Hildebrand ran for 190 yards and four touchdowns, while Carter Ribble added 133 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Hildebrand also threw a touchdown to Sam Jager as the Clippers put up nearly 500 yards of total offense. For Merrill, Joel Tack threw for 328 yards and three touchdowns as the Vandals ended the year 12-1. In Division II, guess who? The North Central Jets won their third straight title, beating Menden 66-26. The win is North Central's 37th straight victory. The Jets returned the game's opening kickoff for a score as Elijah Gorzinski went 85 yards to start things off. Luke Gorzinski threw for 207 yards and four scores. Jacob Gorzinski ran for 130 yards and a score. Lane Gorzinski scored a rushing touchdown. And there was probably someone with the last name Gorzinski selling popcorn at halftime. Menden ends the year 10-3. Jake McCaw scored three times and Evan Lukeman once for the Hornets. Complete coverage of both games is available at MHSAA.com. Game balls this week go to the Ann Arbor Pioneer Girls Swimming and Diving Team. They won their third straight D1 title and 19th overall. Northville was second. The East Grand Rapids Girls Swimming and Diving Team, they were best in the water in Division II. Jenison was second. And to the Bloomfield Hills Marion Girls Swimming and Diving Team, they were tops in Division Three, with Holland Christian swimming second. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. There's a change to the instant replay process for the football finals at Ford Field. All potential scoring and turnover plays will continue to be automatically reviewed. But new this year, coaches will be allowed to challenge one play per regulation with some restrictions. First, a team must have a timeout available and call it to initiate a review. Second, there's a limited number of items that can be reviewed. Those include catch or no catch, ball carrier in or out of bounds, forward or backward pass, and a handful of others. If successful, the coach will be given back the timeout and can make one more challenge in regulation. In overtime, coaches can challenge once, no matter how many overtime periods are played, and only if they have a timeout. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the volleyball court in Battle Creek, Four teams earned MHSAA championships at Kellogg Arena. In Division Four, Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart dropped the first two sets to Athens, but came roaring back to win the next three, winning their first finals title in the process. 
There was another first-time winner in Division Three. Pawama Westphalia defeated Kalamazoo Christian in four sets, winning the first two sets, dropping the third, and then winning the fourth, 25-17. In Division Two, North Branch knocked off Cadillac in straight sets. It's North Branch's fourth volleyball title and first since 2016. And in Division One, Marion beat Northville in four sets to cap a tremendous season. Marion finishes 49-1, losing only once in the regular season, and that was to the runner-ups from Northville. For stories, stats, and more from the volleyball finals, please check out MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. This is our last edition of This Week in High School Sports for this calendar year. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you in 2023. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. And say good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to McMorrin Arena. It's time once again for what we consider the official start of the high school hockey season. That's the Larry Manns High School Hockey Tournament. And uh, it's been won by Port Huron Northern every single year that they've played it. But this year, our first two teams that played today would like to uh, have something to say about that. It's the Anchor Bay Tars and the Marysville Vikings in our first semifinal uh, game in the uh, tournament. And uh, Marysville comes in with a record of 1-2 and two on the season. They had a couple of tight losses to open. 2-1 to one here in this building in overtime to Romeo in a game that we broadcasted a couple weeks ago. Then they lost to uh, Walt Lake Western 4-2 to before breaking loose on Monday night down in Mount Clemens. They beat Lance Cruz Unified 8-4. to Ben LaValle leading the way in that one with a hat trick in that victory. Anchor Bay is off to a solid 2-0 start on the season. They got an 8 nothing shutout over Troy in their opener, and then they beat Utica by a score of 3-1. So Anchor Bay has been very stingy, and they've spread the wealth around as the uh, Tars haven't really had any dominant offensive performances, although both Tayden Jones and Caden Lee are off to good starts this season for Anchor Bay. So game one of two today coming up a little later is Port here in High and Port here on Northern, but we'll have the opening faceoff of Anchor Bay and Marysville coming up next here on Get Stuck on When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, welcome back here to McMoran Arena. Dennis Stuckey uh, with you. Just about set to get it going. The Vikings will be defending the west end of McMoran Arena. They'll be the uh, home team on the scoreboard dressed in uh, white today with the blue pants and blue helmets and gloves. Anchor Bay will be the visitors. They're all in red today for the uh, Tars. And their starting lineup is being uh, introduced, and it will include David Gerling in goal. And uh, Gerling... Pitched a shutout in uh, his uh, only uh, other appearance so far this uh, season. An 8-0 win over Troy. Their other goaltender is Luke Christensen, and he was in net in a 3-1 win. Anchor Bay's been stingy. They're only giving up 17 shots a game so far. It is a small sample size, but a nice sample size for them. 12 different Tars have a point through their first two games. And now we're getting set for the National Anthem prior to the uh, start of uh, our opening game today.
All right, there's the uh, national anthem prior to the uh, start of this one uh, today. And it'll be Tyler McKinney in goal for the uh, Vikings. He's played all three of their games so far this season. He's one and two, a 3.23 goals against average, a 9.24 save percentage. He was busy here in the game that we saw against uh, Romeo. Depending on uh, who you want to believe, he either made 56 saves in that game or 47, but he made a lot. Vikings will have... uh, Braden Turner up front, centering the two Lavallees, Noah and Ben. Back along the defense, they've got Connor Coates and uh, Troy Kaza in front of McKinney, in front of uh, Gerling. The Tars have uh, Peacock and Blaskowski along the defense. Up front, they've got uh, Tayden uh, Jones, Darren Jones, and Aiden French. French doesn't have a goal yet this season in their two games, but he had over 20 last year. He was really good for the Tars. And Tayden Jones is off to a hot start. He has five points in two games. Here's an interception from Ben LaValle. Tried to work the puck over to Turner just inside the Tars' blue line. He'll dump it deep for Noah LaValle. He'll take it in behind the goal. In front for Ben LaValle. And the shot was blocked. Didn't get through to the net. Coates at the left point will hold it in. Early pressure here from Marysville. Blaskowski played it around his own net. Peacock will work it ahead and play as a whistle down. We've got an early penalty call coming up here. The Tars look like they're finally going to get possession and clear the zone, but instead they're going to get a penalty. And Wyatt Blaskowski is headed over to the box. 41 seconds into the game, Marysville gets a chance with the man advantage. So it didn't take long. To get a cross-checking call against Blaskowski. First power play of the uh, game for Marysville. As they try to get off to a quick start in this one, it'll be pinballed off of Mitch Donaldson, though the length of the ice. Right in on goal, McKinney will steer it off into the corner, and the Vikings will regroup. Furtaw at his own line. Checked in the neutral zone, but got the puck a second time. Trying to work away from Antico. Furtaw worked it up over the line to Tuffin. And Brody Tuffin was checked, and again, the puck forced out to center. The Vikings had to get back onside, and now they'll try it again. Tuffin had two goals on Monday against Lance Cruz Unified. Dumped it in deep. It'll be intercepted, though, by Reckonham. He'll get it to the line, not out on the first try, but Antico will work it to center and then slide it back down in behind the Viking goal. Minute five left on this early man advantage. We're just underway at McMorn. No score in this one. Donaldson, a one-man rush over the line. Now a drop pass. Shot was blocked off in behind the goal. Chasing it down now for uh, Marysville is Ben LaValle. He'll give it to Turner. Turner right circle. Tips it back now. Moving in off the point was Lone. He'll fade it in behind the goal now. Played there by Ben LaValle. Back into the right circle. Center point to Turner. Turner looking, shooting, and he sent that one wide of the goal. Side of that, a tuck-in try by... The Viking player down low, I think that was Donaldson who had the opportunity, and it was covered up by Gerling, and he'll hang on to it. 31 seconds left on the man advantage. No real clean setup, and the uh, 
Early on here, it looks like uh, the guys are fighting with the ice. The ice does look a little chippy here after the warm-up. Here's Noah Lavalley, right wing corner. Ben Lavalley now in behind the goal. It skipped off his stick, but he'll track it down left wing boards. Tied up there, but he gets some help now at the blue line from Kuhn. Noah Lavalley in behind the goal. Back for Ben Lavalley, right out in front. Turner, a chance, and Gerling's down, and he's got the puck in his glove. I think Braden Turner whiffed on that one. He had a chance to raise it up over the fallen goaltender into the top part of the net, and uh, he didn't get all of that, I don't think. And Gerling got the big glove out to smother it. Just nine seconds left on the power play. Vikings have it in behind the goal again. Here's Ben Lavalley. Noah Lavalley left circle, left point to Kuhn. Back to Noah Lavalley. Tried to tuck it down low to Ben Lavalley. It was blocked. Kuhn at the line. Slips it back in behind the net. Penalty over. Tars back at full strength. Vikings still pressuring, though. In the slot. Kuhn with a shot. Knocked down out in front. Now it's Noah Lavalley throwing one out in front. That's poked back off to the side of the net. Scooped to the line by Stalker, but not out. Shot from the point. Skips just wide of the tar goal. Anchor Bay running around a bit. Here's Bonnet in behind his own goal. Checked by Turner, who takes it away. His centering feed was blocked, though. Finally picked up by Lee, and Lee will work it out center ice, only to have it chopped right back up over the Tars line. Now Trevino laid a pass ahead. Lee worked it to center. French's pass is picked off. Another penalty coming up to the Tars as Wallace was dumped in the neutral zone by Aiden French, and he's going to head to the penalty box for what will be a tripping call. And right back to the power play goes Marysville. They've got just a little more jump than Anchor Bay right now. Three minutes, 24 seconds, the time of this penalty call. So not quite three and a half minutes into the game, and this is the second Marysville power play. Centered out in front of the uh, net that time by Myers, and that pass didn't connect. Tars struggling to get to it and get it out, but they finally will. Here's Peacock up the right wing side, one against four. Works in along the right wing boards and just threw it blindly out in front of the net, intercepted by Donaldson. Then Donaldson skated right back into Peacock, who takes the puck away again. Sharp angle shot and the save by McKenney, and he'll hang on to that one. And Marysville a little sloppy here at the start of this power play. They've spent it in their own zone, so now they're going to make a change up and bring the Turner unit back out. With 1.29 to go on the power play, but the faceoff down in the Viking zone. And Tico out as a penalty killer here for Anchor Bay. Steered the puck in along the boards, but Coates will track it down now. He'll play it around for Colin Lone. Lone works it out center ice for Turner to skate on to. Here's Turner up the right wing side over the line. He'll sweep it down in behind the goal to Ben Lavalley. Now Lavalley pushes it right wing corner to Turner. He'll send it back to the point to Lone. He'll send it left point to Coates. Coates had to battle a, lo- a rolling puck there. Now he'll go to Noah Lavalley back to Coates. Coates will take the shot. Girling the save. Rebound in front and tap just wide by Ben Lavalley. He battles with Peacock in behind the goal. Gives it to Noah Lavalley. Left circle. Centering feed hit a skate and bounced just wide of the net. 50 seconds on the Viking power play. Ben LaValle in behind the goal. Goes to Noah LaValle along the boards. Tried to slip it in front to Turner. It was blocked. Ben LaValle gets it back out of the corner. Now LaValle working along the left wing wall. 
deep down in the Anchor Bay zone. Sends it back to Noah Lavalley, top of the circle. He'll slide it right circle. Lone moving in with a drive, and the save made by Gerling, and he'll hang on to that one. And David Gerling seeing some work here early on on these Viking power plays. It's been good so far. 28 seconds left on the man advantage. No score in the game. 12.04 to go here in the first. Turner will take the draw here. Going in against Darren Jones. Vikings control. Donaldson at the right point. Slides it over now for Noah LaValle. He'll go left circle to Kuhn. Kuhn. Takes it down all the way in behind the goal line. Gives it to Ben LaValle. Wanted to go back to Cooney. Wasn't looking for the pass. Now Noah LaValle sneaks in off the point and gets possession. Skates it back out towards the blue line. Over into the right circle, it's Turner. Turner now trying to get away from his man in behind the goal. Right in front for Ben LaValle, and that's knocked away. Bouncing puck played by Jones in the corner, and he'll get it center ice. French just out of the penalty box. Just missed the pass there. So the Vikings 0 for 2 on the power play, but again... They've been carrying the play here early in the hockey game. Out through center, Noah LaValle up the left wing side. Left circle cuts to the middle. Couldn't get a shot away. It was broken up and fed to the line by Paul, and it comes back out center ice. Donaldson at his own line, turns away from French. Slides one across now for Furtop. Furtop, the left wing side, he'll do a cross corner dump. First man to it is Tuffin. Tuffin for Thick. Thick down in behind the goal, took a bump there. Puck still in back of that Tars net. Tuffin trying to dig it loose, has it left circle. Brody Tuffin tried to drop a little pass over to Furtaw. It was blocked right back to Tuffin. He moves into the left circle with it. Got forced to the backhand. Good defensive play that time by Paul. Now Paul trying to push the puck up the boards. And on a second effort, he's going to bang it all the way down the ice and take an icing call here to settle things down for Anchor Bay. But... uh, Kalen Paul doing a good job there as Marysville again had the pressure on and that time the puck was following Brody Tuffin around and he nearly walked it right to the net. First six and a half minutes of this game have been all Marysville but there's still no score. Wallace trying to drag one in front, got the shot away and Gerling pads that off into the corner. At the line, Kaza held it in. Dumped it back down into the corner. Played by Ethan Peacock in behind his own goal. Battle for the puck there. Rebecca came in, dumped the puck right in front of his own net. That had to be steered away by Ethan Peacock and back out to center ice it comes. Coates will drive it right back up over the line. Rebecca just inside his own zone, lost it. Now trying to cut in a centering feed. Got through the feet of Gavin Vernarski, who would have been open out in front had he been able to handle that. Now it's dumped back up over the line by Jack Jentz. That'll roll right in on goal, and McKinney will have to cover it, and we'll have a rare face-off down in the Vikings zone. With 9.51 to go here in the opening period and still no score in the game. Marysville 0 for 2 on the man advantage. So you wonder if the next call isn't going to go the Tars way. There's a shot from Bonnet off the face-off. It'll be gloved off by McKinney. Bonnet was really good in this tournament last year. He's a smaller guy, but he dangles with the puck. He's a good skater. Has it out near the line right now. Into the left circle. Pulled up along the boards. Tipped it back towards the blue line, but it got away and came back out center ice as Blaskowski couldn't hold it in. 
Dump back up over the line. Donaldson got in the way of his man. Puck came loose in front, and it almost found Bonde all alone at the top of the crease, and McKinney alertly will cover that up and hang on to it. First of two games today. This is our first semifinal. We'll have two more games in the tournament tomorrow, the consolation game at 1 o'clock between the two teams that don't win today, and then the championship game at 3 between the two teams that do win today. Bonnet back in his own zone was checked, but they'll work the puck out center ice. On the move up over the line is Lee. Lee shot deflects, and that goes up high off the glass. Peacock pinched in, dumped the puck down in behind the goal. Lee took a whack at it there, but the Vikings come away with it. Room to skate for Ben LaValle up the left wing. As Noah LaValle cutting to the net, he scores! A perfect feed. Ben LaValle to Noah LaValle. And the Vikings take the lead. Anchor Bay had their first little bit of pressure. And Marysville was able to work the puck up the boards. And once it got out to center, Ben LaValle had room to work with. And he slid a perfect pass across to Noah, cutting to the net for the goal. Turner also gets an assist on the uh, play. So Noah LaValle from Ben LaValle and Braden Turner at 8.05. And for uh, Noah LaValle. Gets the uh, game's uh, opening uh, goal. Now Anchor Bay trying to answer, but on the back check, Turner's going to take the puck away. Furtaw will fire a long lead pass. That will miss everybody. No icing, though. Puck ends up down in behind the Tars goal. Reckonham plays it up the boards now. Spina got it to the blue line, not out. Wallace with a steal, and he nearly walked into the slot. Has it back again, right circle. Wallace for Marysville goes back to Casa at the blue line. That pass will be taken away. Kellen Paul will bang it out center ice, and that will go all the way down for an icing call. So with 7.35 to play here in the opening period, the faceoff will come back into the Anchor Bay zone. Marysville leads it one to nothing. At the blue line now, Donaldson trying to hold it in, but it's swept away from him. Jones plays it up over the line. Darren Jones back in front and a chance by French and a save there by McKinney. And that's the first dangerous look for Anchor Bay. Yes, French was in tight with a point blank opportunity there. Tars win the faceoff. Back at the uh, blue line, Stalker played it back in behind the Marysville goal. It'll come all the way around to the other point. Held in there by Trevino. He'll play it back down low, but Lone will intercept. He'll go to Schroeder. Schroeder knocked down. Puck held in for a moment at the line, but a shot by Stalker is blocked back out center ice. Now it's 
Tayden Jones getting it ahead for French. She was stopped right at the Marysville line. So Stalker has it again. Long pass up the wing. Too far for Tayden Jones, and they're going to call that icing. Anchor Bay, after giving up the goal, finally get themselves a scoring chance. We're down to 6.48 to go in the first. one nothing Marysville on a goal from Noah LaValle. He's out there again with Turner and Ben LaValle. Face off to the left of Gerling. Here's Noah LaValle holding it along the right wing board. Slips it in behind the goal for Ben LaValle. He was tied up on the play, but Turner gets to the loose puck. Chips it past Peacock back in behind the goal. Ben LaValle to Turner, left wing corner. Back to Ben LaValle in behind the goal line. Tried to center in front. That was blocked. Good defense from Bleskowski. At the blue line now, Lone trying to hold the zone, but it'll get by him and back out center ice. Bonne checked by Turner. Now the Vikings counterattack. Turner up over the line. Turner. Goes to Noah LaValle, left circle. Back in behind the net for Turner. Turner looking in front. Ooh, he had Ben LaValle open, couldn't get the pass through to him. And now Bonnet turns it back the other way. Here's Bonnet charging up over the line, trying to dangle through right to the net, and he fired it high over top of the goal. And that puck will end up over the glass, and now something going on back in front of the Marysville net. McKinney's upset at Caden Lee. He was... Using the big goalie glove on Lee, who's pleading innocence here. They've got everybody separated. And now uh, the official is going to go over to the Anchor Bay bench and explain what they saw and why they're not calling anything here. But whatever happened, McKinney was not happy with Lee, and he... Whacked him a few times with the glove, and it drew a crowd. We'll stay at full strength, though, with 5.58 to go here in the first. one nothing Marysville and Thick. Good pass ahead to Furtaw. Furtaw up over the line. Shot was blocked. It's still loose in front of the net and overskated by Tuffin. Now Bonnet turns back for Anchor Bay. Bonnet through center again. Dangles his way up over the line, but French got pushed in ahead of the play, and he's offside. A little frustrated as well with 5.42 to go here in the opening period. Well, if you missed it earlier today, Brady Beaton down at Ford Field in the Division 8 championship game. The Ugly Bearcats fall a touchdown short. They lose for the first time this season as uh, Ottawa Lakes Whiteford beat Ugly 26-20 to win the Division 8 championship. So the Bearcats go 13-1. And And despite uh, making it to the state championship game for the third time in school history, they are still without a state title in football. Still a great season for Ubley. They just, up until this game, they decimated everybody that they played this year. Here it's 1-0 Marysville on top. Thick at center will drive it back in. A bouncing puck and Gerling. Had to make a uh, delicate save there to make sure that that didn't get into the net. Gents played it cross ice. It'll be shoveled back down in the Viking zone. And look out, mishandled by Kaza, and the puck popped up in the air right out in front of the net. And Gents had a try at it and couldn't get to it. 
Marysville on the counterattack. Vernarski over the line with a shot, and that one was deflected wide of the goal. It's in behind the net now. Vernarski trying to dig it loose. Centering feet, trying to get it through to Myers. Didn't happen. Now Donaldson from the line fluttered one wide of the goal. In along the boards, Cullen Myers trying to kick it out. Here's Wallace trying to walk it out in front, and his pass was blocked at the last second. Wallace left circle tied up. And again, the Tars will just pick it off, and Jentz will fire it down the ice and take an icing call to stop the play. Marysville coming close again with 4.13 to go here in the opening period. Only one goal on the board, but the Vikings have had several chances to make it more than that. Jones will work it out center ice. Now it's Darren Jones up the right wing with a shot. Oh, and he whistled that one just over top of the net. Ends up back in behind the Viking goal, Ben LaValle. Checked there by French. Still has it. Took a second hit from French, but worked the puck to Noah LaValle. Now back to Ben LaValle. Through center, trying to split the D. Nearly got through. Tied up just enough by Reckingham. Ends up in behind the goal. Ben LaValle still on it, working very hard right now. Got tied up again by Reckingham, and he'll finally move it ahead. And it'll be tipped out center ice to Tayton Jones. Here's Jones up over the line into the slot, and he fanned on it when he went to pull the trigger, and he's upset with himself. Donaldson will sweep it around now. It'll get away from Ben LaValle. Back down into the tar zone. Noel LaValle's going to get there first. Took it right to the net, and Gerling makes the save. And another puck deflects right in front. Tuffet has a chance, and Gerling the save. Tars a little lazy there making the pass, and it deflected from one player to the other and right on to Brody Tuffin's stick, and he had a point-blank opportunity. Very scrambly, choppy plays resulting in scoring chances. Peacock in his own zone. He lost possession of the puck. Centering pass by Tuffin didn't work. Now Antico the other way for Anchor Bay. Lost it right at the Marysville line, and Furtaw will give it a go. Furtaw slips it up over the line. Stalker worked it ahead, and Tuffin held it in. Peacock looking for it in his skates. Ooh, Vikings got away with a penalty there, and Thick comes away with a steal. Backhand try, save me! Rebound tap just wide by Furtaw. Stalker in behind the goal. Stalker trying to pin it up to the side of his net, and the Vikings dig it loose. Thick in behind the goal, trying to center it out in front, but that's finally taken away. And it'll be Bleckhorn who will feed it out center ice. Up the right wing side is Spina. He didn't get very far. Now Schroeder will get it to Tuffin, and Tuffin will shoot it in deep. Myers going in after it, tried to roll it out in front. That was blocked by the goal itself. Now Coates got it right circle. Quick shot by Wallace, went wide of the net. Kaza played it in behind the goal. Cullen Myers was tied up. Wreckingham trying to pin it to the boards down low in his own zone. Myers trying to just kick it past him. Wallace is in there as well. They get it back to the point, but it got away from Donaldson back out center ice. Vikings will regroup in their own zone. Coates back at his own line. 
Finds the open man, Kaza. He'll slide it up the left wing side. That'll be intercepted, though, by Bonnet. Bonnet to Stalker, and Stalker's pass picked off. Here's Myers trying to slip one out in front, and that's intercepted. And now Stalker will feed Bonnet. He'll fire it out center ice now. Over the line is Lee with a shot right on, and the save made by McKinney, and he'll hang on to that one. And a little counterattack there by Anchor Bay. Gets them a rare chance here in this first period. It's been mostly controlled by Marysville with 108 to go in the first. The Vikings lead it one to nothing. Tars will win the faceoff, but it's Marysville's Noah LaValle who got to the puck first. Got it out center ice. Trevino at his own line. Feeds it back into the Vikings' own lone. Sends it across to Donaldson. He'll go back to Lone in his own zone. Colin Lone with a little bit of time. Works it ahead to Turner. Turner had the stick chopped right out of his hand. It'll give Bonnet a chance to recover. Bonnet will feed one ahead, and it'll be fired by Lee back up over the line, right into the glove of McKinney, who will hang on with 38 seconds to go here in the first period. Game's gotten kind of chippy. We had the two early penalty calls against Anchor Bay and nothing since, but we might be getting a penalty here to Noah LaValle. Cross-checking. Noah LaValle to the box here at 16-22 of this first period. So this is Anchor Bay's first power play and a chance to get even in the game here late in the first. Bonnet takes it down in behind the Viking goal. Tried to tuck one right out in front. It bounces into the circle and a diving effort there by Turner knocks it down the ice. 10 seconds left in the period. Bleskowski to Peacock. He'll fire it up the wing now. Over the line was Lee, but he couldn't get it in deep, and Turner will knock it away, clear the zone, and that'll end the first period of play. Anchor Bay will still be on the power play when we open the second, but it's 1-0 Marysville after one, and we'll tell you about it in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Game one of two today. From the Larry Mann's Hockey Tournament. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810 810- 982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. 
Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-988. 7-2185. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Only goal of the first period off the stick of Noah Lavalley. He scored from Ben Lavalley and Brayden Turner at 8.05. It's 1-0 Marysville. They outshot Anchor Bay 14-7 in the first. Vikings were 0 for 2 on the power play. The Tars are still working on their first man advantage of the game. They'll have 121 left on the power play when the second period begins. After one, it's Marysville 1, Anchor Bay nothing here at the Larry Manns Tournament on GetStuckOnSports.com. One, two, three, your free bail bonds. We're family helping families. Have a loved one in jail? Call one, two, three, your free for bail. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week with licensed agents statewide to help you in just minutes. Call 810 810- Three two zero zero two zero zero. That's eight one zero three two zero zero two zero zero. Or see Kevin at twenty seven hundred Pine Grove Avenue in Port Huron. It's as easy as one two three. You're free. One two three. You're free. Bail bonds. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Mirror Image Detailing is located at 4350 24th Avenue in Fort Gratiot, the area's leading detail center with over 20 years experience. They offer free pickup and delivery locally. If it's dirty, they clean it. If it's stained, they remove it. Mirror Image Detailing, the name speaks for itself. Call 810-662-3616. That's 810-662-3616. Open 7 to 6 weekdays and 8 to 4 on weekends. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Earlier today in high school football, the Division 8 state championship game at Ford Field, while Ottawa Lakes Whiteford defeats Ubley 26-20 to win the title. They go to 14-0 this season. Ubley finishes the year 13-1. Later today, uh, after this one, we've got Game 2 from the Larry Manns Tournament as Port Huron Northern will face Port Huron Unified. Coming up next, it's period number two of our opener. Marysville leads Anchor Bay 1-0. The second period is Dairy next. Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dairy Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Duraclean by Bachelor 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. 
Hey, Stuck On Sports fans, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. Stop in and see me for the best in-stock selection of appliances, furniture, and beds. I will beat all deals and personally take care of you. I'm here on Fridays until 7 p.m. and Saturdays until 3 p.m. I know many of you because this is my hometown. Go Saints! Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Stop by Culver's in Fort Gratiot for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials, and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Noah Lavelli's fourth goal of the uh, young uh, season was the only goal in that uh, first uh, period. His seventh point of the uh, year, and this is the Vikings' fourth game, Marysville. Lost their first two, but they're fresh off an 8-4 win earlier in the week against Lance Cruz Unified. Anchor Bay had only given up one goal in its first two games going into this one. And they'd only been giving up 17 shots a game. And if I'm to believe what they announced at the end of the first period, and I do, uh, the Vikings had 14 first period shots. Girling had to be sharp more than once to keep this one close. McKinney did make a big save on Aiden French a few moments after the goal was scored at 8.05 by LaValle in that first period, but otherwise a relatively quiet period for the Viking goaltender. Tars have the man advantage for the first minute 21 here in the second. Three minor penalties in that first period. Two early calls against Anchor Bay. And then the uh, late penalty on Noah LaValle. Here's French leading the rush up over the line here as the Tars try to get the equalizer early. Peacock at the blue line. Pressured there by Ben LaValle, but it's held in by French. French left circle and a good back check. Ben LaValle takes it away. Two on two the other way with Turner. Turner up over the line into the slot with a drive. And a glove save by Gerling. He'll hang on to that one, and we'll get a face-off in the Anchor Bay zone. (coughs) Excuse me there. 
it's that time of the year where I'm always fighting a sinus problem. Right when you got to do the Larry Mans tournament, you got four games in two days. Peacock snaps one ahead at center. Bonnet in the neutral zone. Being pressured there by Turner. Marysville already with a shorthanded uh, opportunity. They're really good at scoring shorthanded goals in the last couple of years. Peacock works it in deep, though. Now it's Jones leaving for Lee in the right circle. He'll push it in behind the goal. Check there by Lone. Now Lee trying to walk it back out in front. Ends up back at the uh, blue line. Bleskowski sent it all the way around. Right circle to Bonnet. Bonnet circles back to the blue line. Takes a shot. It hit a Viking lone and deflected wide of the goal. Ends up in back of the net. Played there by Peacock. He tried to center one out in front. Now Bonnet has it. He's tied up right circle. Vikings are back at full strength. Tars, though, get it left circle to Peacock, and he'll smoke one wide of the goal. At the line, Bleskowski with a drive. That one deflected in front, and McKinney knocked it away confidently. Now Coates played it into the open corner in his own zone. And finally, they'll work it to Noah Lavalley, who's out of the box. Got as far as his own blue line, and then it's turned over. Bleskowski tried to center, but getting back was thick, and he'll play it out center ice. Bonnet back in his own zone. Chip the puck ahead, and Tico will drop it back deeper into his own zone. Paul will play it off the boards. Back to the Marysville line. Coates worked it to center. Now they'll feed it to Paul. Here's Kellen Paul up over the line. Trying to work his way in. He was tied up. Spina has it. Plays it in back of the net now. Centering feed by Blankhorn was blocked. He'll try it again. Taken away, though, by Noah Lavalley, and he'll flip it down the ice. They say Paul had a chance to play that puck, and he didn't, but they wave off the icing. Wrecking him in behind his own goal. He had a big hit there. Knocked one of the Viking players, Myers, down. Marysville trying to keep the pressure on. Vernarski tied up his man. Wallace got it back to Vernarski, but it's chopped away from him by Paul. Back out center ice, Kuhn. Kuhn for Marysville laid one ahead too far for Vernarski. Comes back to the Viking line. Donaldson forced back into his own zone. Zips a pass up the open wing, and that'll be broken up now, and Kellen Paul will play it off a skate back into the neutral zone. Picked up by Darren Jones, and he'll sweep it back down in behind the Viking goal. Donaldson works it ahead. Vernarski at his own line was tied up. Kuhn will have to go back in behind his own goal to reset things. 13.38 to go here in the second period. 1-0 Marysville. French held the puck in the zone. Sent it back down in behind the Viking goal again. Kuhn looking for an opening. That hit an anchor bay player, but it deflects over to Vernarski, who's open, and will get it out center ice. Now Kuhn stepped up, knocked Jones to the ice. Still loose in the neutral zone. Wallace got around his man. Wallace going right into the goal. Hit the goal post. Oh, he made a nice move, and he drove it off the goal post. Wallace nearly capitalized on a mistake right at the anchor bay line. He walked right in and had Gerling beat, but it's still a 1-0 hockey game. Donaldson back in his own zone. He'll play the puck up the boards. Taken by Wallace. He'll flip it out through center. Cullen Myers giving chase for it, but Bonnet will get there first. He'll circle his own goal. Myers all over him. Now it's wrecking him behind his own net. He lost it. Here's a turnover. Trying to work it in front is thick, and his shot was blocked. Went wide of the goal. 
Picked up now by Taylen Jones or Tayden Jones, rather. He played it in behind his own goal, and it'll be rattled back out center ice. Donaldson at his own line. Miss Brody Tuffin with the pass. Reckonham tried to drive a long stretch pass ahead, broken up in the neutral zone. Vikings, Kuhn leads the rush over the line. He'll take the shot and a blocker saved by Gerling. Furtaw played it around the net all the way back towards the right point. It didn't get through to Donaldson, but the clearing attempt by Reckham hit the Viking player and went up over the glass and out of play. Let's see where they bring this face off. 12-04 to go in the second. It's still 1-0 Marysville on a first period goal from Noah LaValle. But the Vikings had a great chance a moment ago. And Trevor Wallace walked in all alone and hit the goal post. Ben LaValle in behind the goal. Works into the left circle with it. Checked by Bonnet. Puck came to the line, and it's off a couple of Viking players back to center. They have to wait to get back on side. Coates to Ben LaValle. Then he tried to sweep it into Turner. That pass missed. Stalker takes it around his own goal, gave it away. Here's Kaza at the right point. Sends it back deep into the left wing corner, off to the side of the net. Noah LaValle took the carom off the Zamboni gates. It'll do that from time to time. You'll see that once or twice a game here at McMoran Arena. A puck that looks like it's going around behind the net will hit that Zamboni gate and come right back out in front. And it did, and Noah LaValle nearly made him pay. He might get a chance here off the faceoff. Spins, fires, and a stick save there by Gerling. And now Bonnet has it just inside his own line. Tried to get it out center ice to Lee. That's taken away by Coates. Coates, though, forced all the way back into his own zone by Forrester. Forrester knocked his man down in behind the goal. Here's Lee looking for somebody out in front. Lee sends it all the way back on the right point. Peacock with a drive and a glove save by McKinney. He could see it, so it was like picking cherries for him. And we're going to face off in the Viking zone. Eleven minutes to go here in the second. One nothing Marysville on top. Off the faceoff now. Trevino will play it down in behind the goal. In the corner, it's Lee throwing one out in front, and Bonnet fanned on it. And now Wallace moves back the other way for Marysville. Tried to feed it up over the line to Donaldson, delayed offside here against the Vikings. Bonnet's going to pick it up and skate ahead with it. Bonnet back up over the line, worked into the slot, and his shot was deflected and went wide of the goal. Peacock pushed it into the corner. Lone tapped it in behind his own net. Three Vikings back there against one Anchor Bay player, and Anchor Bay comes out with the puck. Bonnet spins and fires off the side of the net, still in behind the goal. Now it's Peacock feeding it back on the blue line, and the shot was blocked as Trevino let it go. Now it's Schroeder back the other way, and Peacock got back to angle him off. Ends up down in behind the Tars goal. Vernarski's going to dig it loose for Wallace in front, and he fanned on it. And now it'll be taken back by the Tars, and they'll just work it out center ice. Donaldson back at his own line. Now Donaldson for Marysville. Slides a long pass ahead, and charging after it is Thick. It'll slide all the way back in behind the Tars goal. Thick will track it down in the left wing corner, getting help from Furton back of the net. Thick trying to get loose. 
Working hard, feeds it back now for Tuffin with a drive and a blocker saved by Gerling. And the rebound worked by Blenkhorn to the line, but not out. Peacock in behind his own goal. He'll just give it away. Here's Tuffin right circle, and it got under his stick and back out to center. Coates didn't want to play it. He was afraid they were going to call too many men on the ice. He gets back, though, and makes a big body check. They battle now along the boards in the Marysville zone. Digging away at that was Verbecki, but it's taken back now by Thick. Here's Thick up the right wing side over the line, shooting, and that shot was blocked into the corner. Good job there by Beliskowski. Back at the blue line, Coates right point through traffic, and that one hit a body out in front and didn't get through to the net. Gents has it now. He's checked, though. Vikings trying to get physical here. Step up the hitting. Tuffin has it left circle. Tuffin forced out near the blue line with it. Still battles for it. Goes to Coates at the right point. He'll sweep it back down deep. Ben LaValle in behind the goal looking for somebody in front. Got knocked down from behind, though, by Paul. Bouncing puck held in by Tuffin. He's centered in front. Here's Noah LaValle. Sweeping it back down behind the goal. Ben LaValle back in front for Noah LaValle, and it bounced through a couple of Vikings and back out to center ice. And now players and whistle down behind the play. Noah LaValle is going to get a retaliation penalty here. I think he called it unsportsmanlike. Eight twenty-two to go here in the second period. One nothing Marysville on top. And for the second time in a row, Noah LaValle is headed to the box. And that will even things up on the penalty front. And I think he called it unsportsmanlike. 8.38, the time of the penalty call. Yeah, unsportsmanlike conduct. Power play number two for Anchor Bay. They're 0 for 1. Here's Aiden French up over the line, trying to get around Kaza. Takes it down in behind the goal. French all the way into the right circle with it now. Spreads it out and sets it up. Peacock, left point. He'll move to the middle. Take a shot, and that one was deflected and play whistled down. And what do we got here? Maybe another penalty call. Bonnet's jumping up and down in frustration. He's getting an unsportsmanlike penalty. What in the world's going on here? But a frustrated uh, Mark Bonnet headed to the box for Anchor Bay. He must have said something, I guess. 9.03, the time of this penalty call. And now we'll play four-on-four hockey for the next 95 seconds. And then a brief uh, Marysville power play. So two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties while play was going on. You don't see that very often. Each team short a player. Coates chased back into his own zone by Darren Jones. Now Turner has it for the Vikings. His pass picked off, though. Held in at the line, and French couldn't get around Turner. Turner will work it out center ice. Peacock patiently waits and now dumps it in. Coates back after it for Coonan behind his own goal. He takes a bump, but the puck will come free. And here come two Vikings through center. 
Turner up over the line, and Peacock stayed with him and broke up the play. Jones at center. He was tied up by Kuhn. So now Ben LaValle will give it a go. He'll chop it past. Blaskowski back down in behind the Tarnet. Turner's going to get to it. Turner centers out in front. Kuhn right in the slot, and he couldn't pull the trigger. Blaskowski finally gets in the way and turns it back the other way. Darren Jones up the left wing side, trying to cut to the net, took the shot, save made. The puck was behind McKinney, and it's dug loose now, and Coates will tap it ahead. In 15 seconds, Marysville will get a brief power play. Kuhn charging up over the line, and he got knocked down. Digging in after it is thick. He was hooked, no call there. Now a wraparound try and a save made by Gerling. And one penalty has expired. Marysville's back at full strength. They have a very brief power play here. Short-handed, though, headed to the net is Tayden Jones with a chance, and he never really did get a shot away. They continue to battle for it, and the Vikings will finally come out with it. Ten seconds left on the power play. Furtall over the line, set one wide of the goal. Picked up by Wallace, way out at the right point. He'll send it back in deep for Taw. Right circle back in front for Wallace, and it deflected off his body wide of the goal. Now the Tars are back at full strength. Back to five-on-five hockey. Bonne out of the box. Plays it ahead at center. Jones's pass missed the mark to Forrester. Donaldson in behind his own goal. Checked by Tayden Jones. Bonne to the loose puck, trying to dangle free, but staying with him was Myers to click it out center ice to Donaldson. Now Donaldson sends one in deep. Here's Schroeder looking for a man out in front, and it went through two white jerseys. Myers got over, trying to hold it in. He does hold it in. Good job there by Cullen Myers. Down low, though, it'll be intercepted and clanked off the glass by Stalker, and he'll just take an icing call. As again, play very chaotic and scrambly with 5.13 to go here in the second, and Marysville on top, one to nothing. Noah LaValle, the game's only goal back at 8.05 of the first period. We're going to face off here to the right of David Gerling in the Tars goal. Scrum for it right off the faceoff. It bounces loose. Noah LaValle fanned on it. Then he pushed it right into the goal crease. And Gerling had to swallow that one up with Turner looking for a loose puck in front. We're going to face off in the tar zone again. Now it's LaValle pushing it in behind the goal. Puck will pinball back to the blue line. Good job by Coates battling a bouncing puck. He held it in. Ben LaValle to Noah LaValle. Back to Ben LaValle. Down low for Turner, and the pass is just behind him. Now Turner centers in front. Noah LaValle looking to pull the trigger and staying right with him and making a good defensive play that time was Spina. Ends up in behind the goal. Centering feed by Ben LaValle blocked. Threw it out in front again, and it's off the outside of the net. Ben LaValle into the right wing corner, into the right circle, dropped it back to Turner. Braden Turner now feeds it to the right point. Coates is open, takes the shot, saved by Gerling. Big rebound in front, steered away though, and back out center ice come the Tars. And Tico up over the line, passes blocked, so now he'll take a shot. And McKinney's got the easy save there in the midsection, and he'll hang on to it. Down to 4.14 to go here in the second period. A 1-0 hockey game, the first of two games today. Northern and Port Huron Unified are our second semifinal. 
Martin will come back and we'll do it again tomorrow. One o'clock for the consolation game and three o'clock for the championship game here from Larry Manns tomorrow, right here on stream one. What the heck are you gonna do on a Saturday besides listen to hockey? Off the face-off, Tuffin worked it to the line, but the Tars do a good job to hold it in the zone, at least for the time being. Now Donaldson will scoop it up in the air and out to safety. Stalker back at his own line. Working ahead now and through center, charging up into the zone. Working all the way down around the net is Lee. Lee to the right circle, passed it back to the point. Played there by... Ethan Peacock back in behind the goal. Taken away, though, by Donaldson. Then he's checked. Stripped of the puck by Lee. Lee left circle. Lee trying to drag it out in front. A sliding defensive play there by Tuffin. Tuffin right in front of his own net. Works the puck off now in Furtaw. Back to Tuffin. Tuffin feeds it up over the line for Thick. Thick off into the right circle. Pulls up in along the boards. Sauces it back on the line to Kaza. Kaza left point with a shot. Gerling the save. Rebound by Tuffin. Knocked away by Gerling. Wallace tried to center it out in front. That puck's loose. Nobody can get to it. And now finally the Tars will pick it up and skate up on it. Forrester up over the line. In with a shot. And he sent that one wide of the goal. Off the bench trying to hold the puck in is Connor Aridin. Aridin out for his first shift of the game. So he's got a little bit of energy. Bangs his man in along the boards. Works the puck loose into the slot for Bonnet, and it was taken away by Donaldson, who sprawled to the ice to make the save there. Four, or excuse me, 2.40 to go here in the second period. Not a ton of flow, but there's a lot of fun going on right now. It's that puck just kind of bouncing around like it's in a pinball machine here today at McMorn. Sent down the ice, no icing here. Tars are going to get to it, but the centering feed will be picked off by Wallace. Wallace was checked. Donaldson backpedals into his own zone. Now he'll take a look. Long stretch pass. Vernarski worked it up over the line. Kellen Paul tapped it right back out to center. Kuhn now for Marysville. Backhand flip ahead, and Vernarski taps it off the boards up the right wing. Wallace up over the line. Here's Wallace working into the slot. Wallace took the shot, and that one was blocked up off the glass. Puck's been following Wallace around this period. Remember, he had the breakaway earlier. Has it off to the side of that backhand try. And a save by Gerling. It's still loose out in front and swept in along the boards now. Gents will take a look and work it to safety. 1.40 to go here in the second. Still 1-0 Marysville. Puck pinballs around just inside the Viking line and gets cleared out to center. Gents drops it back to Paul. Paul hammers it off the boards back through the neutral zone. Went through several players, so no icing here. Donaldson, though, will work it ahead. Here's Ben LaValle. Back up over the line, Noah LaValle. Into the left circle and now in behind the goal. Ben LaValle with a bouncing puck. Put it right to the goal crease. And that one was broken off in the last second. Now Turner with a chance in front, and he slid it just wide of the goal. Paul plays it up the boards. Jones didn't get it out. Held in Noah LaValle. Sandwiched by two Tars players, but he got the puck to Turner. Turner to Ben LaValle, and it rolled off his stick. Under a minute to go in the period. Tars player Darren Jones doesn't have a stick, but now it'll be picked up by Reckonham, and he'll get it out to center ice. Takes a look, and then nearly gave it away. Look out. 
He nearly sent Turner in on a breakaway. He might get one anyways. Here's Turner charging up the right wing side. Tied up by French. Took the shot and a pad save there by Gerling. Centered in front. Lavalle on the doorstep. Couldn't get a stick on it. He was held long enough that we're going to get a penalty call. A slashing call coming up against Anchor Bay with 33 seconds to go in the period. And it looks like it's French who's headed over to the box. the time of the penalty. Aiden French in the box for the second time today. This will be the fourth Marysville power play. They're 0 for 3 with the man advantage. Leading 1 to nothing. Ben LaValle is shot and Gerling's got that. He'll hang on. And we'll get a face-off in the tar zone off to the left of the goal. 25 seconds left here in the second for the Vikings to work with. They'll win the draw. Noah Valley back on the line. It goes to Tuffin. Right circle to Turner. Turner the shot deflected wide of the goal. LaValle trying to center it out in front. Now he tries the old Michigan play. And that's covered up by Gerling and pushing and shoving after the whistle in front of the net. 12 seconds to go in the period. And we may be getting more penalties here. (coughs) I was just going to say Marysville needs to kind of settle down here. And they took a penalty. Turner's going to the box. So that's going to negate the rest of the power play. One shove too many there. 16.48, the time of the call. Seventh penalty of the game. They've all been minors. Four to the Tars and now three to the Vikings. Second time today, we're four on four. Roughing the call to Turner. Shot by Peacock was padded away by McKinney, and that'll do it for the second period. No scoring in the second. It's still 1-0 Marysville. Each team will be short a man when we open the third period here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Hey, Stuck On Sports fans, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. Stop in and see me for the best in-stock selection of appliances, furniture, and beds. I will beat all deals and personally take care of you. I'm here on Fridays until 7 p.m. and Saturdays until 3 p.m. I know many of you because this is my hometown. Go Saints! Here on Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success. Here on Title Company provides a full range of title and escrow services for buyers and sellers. They work hard to keep your best interests in mind throughout the entire process, and one of the owners is a practicing attorney, setting us apart from our competition. Here on Title Company, call 810-987-2141 or 1-800-878-4853. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 when you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Shoot! Let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. No scoring in the second period. The Vikings outshot Anchor Bay 10-5. They have a 24-12 edge in shots on goal. Marysville's 0-4 on the power play. Anchor Bay's 0-2 will start the third period 4-4, and then the Tars will have about a 20-second power play when all of that is over. Noah LaValle got his fourth of the year from Ben LaValle and Braden Turner, 8.05 into the game, and that's the only goal so far through two. It's Marysville 1, Anchor Bay nothing, here on GetStuckOnSports.com. This is Nashville. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. His high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. 
Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Stop by Culver's in Fort Gratiot for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials, and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall. Huron Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success. Huron Title Company provides a full range of title and escrow services for buyers and sellers. They work hard to keep your best interests in mind throughout the entire process, and one of the owners is a practicing attorney, setting us apart from our competition. Huron Title Company, call 810-987-2141 or 1-800-878-4853. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Best scoring chance in that second period was a Trevor Wallace breakaway. He clanked one off the goalpost, and Marysville still has a 1-0 lead over Anchor Bay through two periods of play. Coming up a little later on, we've got game two of the Larry Manns tournament today. Our second semifinal is between Port Huron Unified and Port Huron Northern. That's a scheduled 3 o'clock face-off. We'll probably get going a little bit later than that. Earlier today, in case you missed it, over on stream two, Brady Beaton was at Ford Field, the Division 8 state championship game as uh, Ottawa Lakes Whiteford defeated Ubley 26-20 to uh, win their second uh, state title in school history. And uh, the Ubley Bearcats have an incredible season this year, but they'll finish with a 13-1 record, losing in the finals for the second time in three years. Third period of our first game is coming up next as Marysville leads Anchor Bay one to nothing here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Markley Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. The Port Aaron Proms are on the road this weekend. Saturday, November 5th, they travel down I-94 to take on in-state rival Motor City. Puck drops at 7 p.m. and you can catch all the action on the Port Aaron Prowlers YouTube page. Port Aaron will return home on Friday, November 25th when they take on the Binghamton Black Bears. Go to phprowlers.com for ticket information or you can call the Mick Morin box office at 810-985-6166. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, 
wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back here to uh, McMorrin Arena. Again, we had some overlapping penalties there in the uh, final minute of that uh, second period. French went in for slashing at 16:27, but Turner followed him in with a roughing call at 16:48. So a minute 26 left on the penalty to French, and 1:47 left on the penalty to Turner. So at the end of this four-on-four, there'll be about a 21-second. Anchor Bay power play chance, which will be their third of the game. But again, other than the first two power plays uh, today, early in the game for Marysville, neither team has had a, a a full two minutes on the man advantage. Gerling's been good for Anchor Bay. 24 shots. He's made 23 saves. No chance on the only goal of the game. An odd man rush by the uh, Vikings and a perfect pass from Ben LaValle to Noel LaValle for a tap-in. At the other end, McKinney hasn't been as busy, but he's been good, and he stopped all 12 shots that he's faced so far. And again... Because of the uh, tournament format, there will be overtime if we need it. And we will go until somebody wins the game. Winners meet tomorrow at 3 for the Larry Mann's championship. And the uh, defeated teams will play in a consolation game tomorrow at 1 o'clock is when we get it all going. We've got uh, Port Huron Unified and Port Huron Northern coming up after this game today here on GetStuckOnSports.com. So each team short a man to start the uh, third period. Looks like Forrester and uh, Jones will start up front here for Anchor Bay. And the Vikings will have the two LaValleys on the ice. Ben LaValley up over the line. Tied up along the boards by Blaskowski. The Tars will come away with it. Jones snapped at center ice. Forrester chipped it up over the line. Goes chasing after it. McKinney tapped it off into the corner. Centering feed went right behind a wide open anchor bay player coming down the pipe. And Blaskowski has to chase back into his own zone now. Plays it around the boards for Trevino. He'll bang it back out center ice. Donaldson at his own line. Had some problems with it. Vikings give it away. Here's a chance for Darren Jones. Right circle. Bounced it right into the goal crease, and it'll be covered up by McKinney, and he'll hang on to it. 46 seconds left on the four-on-four situation. Face off to the left of the Marysville goal. 
Opening minute of play here in the third. The score is one to nothing in favor of Marysville. Right off the faceoff, it went right to the net, and McKinney makes another save and holds it for another faceoff. This time they tie it up. Gents slapped it wide and into the corner. Coates digs it down for Marysville. Pass ahead for Cullen Myers at center. Broken up right at the Tars line. Jones overskates it at center, though. Now Wallace back up over the line, but it's taken away. And it'll be played back out center ice by Bliskowski. Wallace in the neutral zone. Tapped it back at his own line to Donaldson. He'll sweep it ahead. Dozen seconds left in the four-on-four situation. And the Tars will try to regroup with the pass. Miss Forrester comes back to Donaldson. He'll retreat a little bit. Feeds the puck over now for Coates. Coates up the wing, sends it back in deep. Tars are back at full strength. They have just 15 seconds to work with, though, on the man advantage. And the Vikings have the puck. They'll play a little keep away here. Donaldson now chunks it off the glass and down the ice. That'll go right to the net. Gerling will feed it off now for Paul. Kellen Paul in his own zone as Marysville's back at full strength. Turner steps out of the box, and we're back to five-on-five hockey. Two minutes gone by here in the third period. Peacock misses the pass. Here come the Vikings the other way. Three-on-two if they hurry. Four-on-two. Ben LaValle a shot and the save made by Gerling. Puck down in behind the net. Noel LaValle trying to settle the puck. He's pinned to the boards by Peacock. Turner trying to dig it loose off the left wing boards. Back in deep, Noel LaValle. Side of the net, back in front, Ben LaValle. Oh, what a toe save by Gerling. Looked like Ben LaValle had the far side, and Gerling a big save. Here's Turner with a shot. He scores! A big goal for Marysville here early in the third as Turner finally got one by Gerling. They were buzzing around. I think every guy on that line had a chance to put one in. And finally, Turner did. 2.26 into the third. The Vikings take a 2-0 lead in the game. Braden Turner's second goal of the season. I'm going to... to assume that both LaValleys are going to assist this play. And a fan playing a siren, and the officials asked them not to do that. Right now they announce it, Brayton Turner's goal from Noah LaValle. I think Ben LaValle probably should have gotten a helper on that play as well, but the Vikings are out in front in this one, two to nothing now. 2.26 into the third period. That's a very big goal. Thick with a near steal in the tar zone. Gervais trying to regroup. Bonnet in his own zone. Works at center ice for Antico. Tommaso Antico. Pass ahead, hit the skate of... Uh, Spina and comes all the way back out center ice. Spina will regroup. He'll feed it back now. Ethan Peacock rolls it back into the Viking zone. Coates got there first, played the puck around the boards. Spina got a stick on it. And Tico trying to roll it back to him. 
That was blocked by Tuffin. Tuffin now in behind his own goal. He'll avoid a hit from Blinkhorn. Gets the puck to Thick. Thick will get it center ice, and Tuffin will work it back to the anchor bay line. Ethan Peacock drops it back a little deeper into his own zone for Stalker. Now Stalker's pass. Deflected and broken up. Taken away. Here's Schroeder up over the line for Marysville. Drop pass. Missed Cullen Myers. And comes back outside the line. Picked up again. Donaldson up over the line. Left circle. Takes a bump there from Blankhorn. Now a centering feed and it just got away from Kuhn. He'll hustle back to the blue line to hold it in the zone. Schroeder now locks up with his man. And it'll be picked up and tapped by Aridin down the ice. And that'll go far enough for icing. Boy, both teams have had the uh, yips just inside their own zone today. A lot of opportunities to clear pucks that final five feet, and it hasn't been getting done. And again, I think the ice has been a little bit on the chippy side in this one. Seems like the uh, players had to deal with a lot of bouncing and rolling pucks today. Rackingham in behind his own goal. Played the puck to the line, not out. Wallace tried to center, that was blocked. Now charging back the other way. This is for Becky up over the line. He'll try a shot that's blocked in behind the goal. Schroeder in his own zone for Marysville. Played it back down into the corner. Donaldson kicked it in behind his own net. Then played it away from Jentz. Now Myers in his own zone. Trying to go back to Donaldson. He was tied up. Puck bouncing around. Hit Donaldson in the chest. And finally it's chopped out center ice by Wallace. And here's Donaldson up the left wing side with room. Firing a shot. And a glove saved by Gerling. That turned into a dangerous scoring chance there. Again on a play where both fighting and kicking a bouncing puck the whole way and then Donaldson got a fairly decent look from the uh, left circle and Gerling with some traffic in front of him got that glove out and made a nice save 11.53 to go here in the third it's now 2-0 for the Vikings Gaza out near the blue line sends it back in deep Ben LaValle for no LaValle right in on goal and the save by Gerling and he'll hang on to it Little backhand shovel shot there by Noah LaValle, but again, that was dangerous. Noah LaValle in the first period. Turner here in the second, or third period, excuse me. Here's Noah LaValle working his way in behind the goal. Looking for somebody out in front. Pass was blocked, though. And Lee got as far as his own blue line, was checked. Now Forrester gets it back to Lee up the left wing side. Here's Lee putting it right into the goal mouth area. Stick to side by McKinney. Vikings counterattack. Ben LaValle up the left wing. Ben LaValle trying to cut to the middle, and that one was broken up. It'll be rolled back into the Vikings zone. No icing here. McKinney had to come out and play that puck. Makes a nice pass ahead to Ben LaValle. Ben LaValle up over the line. Drop pass. Turner back in front, and the pass was intercepted. And skated back the other way now by three Anchor Bay Tar players, but the pass for Bonnie was broken up. Held in, though. Forrester with a shot. Oh, a redirection and a kick saved by McKenney, and he'll cover it in the glove and hang on. Oh, the shot by Forrester hit a Marysville player on the way to the net, and that made that a very difficult save for Tyler McKenney right there. It's 
Still plenty of time, almost 11 minutes to go in this hockey game. 2-0 Marysville. Here's Thick in his own zone. Took a bump in along the boards from Tayton Jones, but it's by him and back out to center. Peacock has to circle back in behind his own goal with Furtaw pressuring him. Peacock, though, works it ahead. Jones flips it out center ice. Here's Darren Jones up over the line now. He'll try a shot that's blocked. French has it in front. He'll fire, and that's up high over top of the net. Dug out of the corner, Darren Jones for French. Aiden French, left wing side. Sweeps it all the way over on the right wing side. Peacock pinches in. Back to the point. Darren Jones, a high riser. Knocked down in front. It's loose. Couple of red jerseys there. They couldn't find the puck, and the Vikings will be able to ice it to stop the pressure. So we're going to face off to the left of Tyler McKinney now. Vikings win the draw, and they'll work it ahead. Cullen Myers worked it into the tar zone. Ethan Peacock broken up. Now it's centered out in front. Vernarski a chance, and what a stop by Gerling. And now pushing and shoving, and look out. Donaldson is red hot, and he went in and cross-checked one of the Anchor Bay players. And they're sending him over towards the penalty box, and I think he's going to have some company. They grabbed one of the tar players. That might be Antico who's going over. But with 9.57 to go here in the third, we'll await to see what the penalty calls are. Officials are over to uh, each bench. There is a five-minute major up on Marysville side. And now four minutes go up on the tar side. So fairly serious confrontation there. Lost in all that was the fact that Gerling might have saved the game here momentarily for Anchor Bay with the stop he made on Vernerski. This is going to be a long four-on-four followed by an abbreviated Marysville power play. Peacock in with a shot and the save by McKinney, and he'll hang on to that. Still haven't gotten an announcement to what the penalties were. The Anchor Bay player got a double minor and the Marysville player got a major. Now they've stopped play again. To say something to the benches.
They're still four on four for 349. They're sending uh, Connor Aridon over to the penalty box. Apparently they want to double minor against the Tars player. I don't know why they'd have to send the second player over, though. Unless there were misconducts handed out as well. Because now it looks like Furtaw has come over towards the penalty box. So it's possible that each player received a 10-minute misconduct along with their other penalties. And so Furtaw would be serving the five minutes for Donaldson. That's all I can figure. Again, they never announced what the penalty calls were in the first place. Here's a chance off the faceoff and a breakaway. Here comes Ben LaValle right in on goal. Oh, and Gerling again makes a big save. Oh, the Vikings are doing everything but put this thing away. They lead it 2 to nothing with 9.37 to go. Okay, I see what happened. So the initial penalties were at 7.03, and then while they were sitting in the box, Donaldson and Jones picked up additional misconduct penalties. So I had originally said Antico had gone to the box, but it was actually Darren Jones who had gone to the box. He got slashing and roughing, and then uh, at 7.00, 03 and at 714 he picked up a 10 minute misconduct. Donaldson got a major for cross checking at 703 and then at 714 he picked up a 10 minute misconduct. Now we have 831 to go here in the third. It's 2 nothing Marysville. There's 234 left in a 4 on 4 situation. Then the Tars the Tars will only have a 1 minute power play but it'll be on a major penalty. So they would keep the man advantage if they scored. Right now, Gerling has been the guy that's been keeping them in the game. They'll try to get something going here. Wrecking him from the line with a shot that sails wide of the goal. Big rebound caromed all the way out to the blue line, and the Vikings are on it. Thick drops it back now for Lone, and Lone will play it back up over the line. Wrecking him in the corner. Leaves the puck now in a long stretch pass, trying to get Bonne free, but he was offside, so he can't play it on the delayed call. Kaza will go. Bonne and French are up front here for the Tars. Minute 50 left on the four-on-four. French carries back through the neutral zone up over the line. Shot was blocked, didn't get through. Wreckingham following up on the play, but a good job there 
defensively again by the Vikings to break that up. Now Thick at his own line. Pass went astray. Bonne trying to streak in, but recovering are the Vikings. And it'll be tough and we'll get it out center ice. Tap back into the Vikings zone. So Kaza will play it back out to safety. Near steal. But Reckingham will work it ahead now for Bonne. Minute 15 left on the four on four. Bonne works up over the line. One against four and he can't dangle through that crowd. Oh, the puck got away from Kaza. It's covered up by McKinney. And now McKinney going after Bonne. I think he felt Bonnet took a little jab at the uh, puck, and McKinney came up swinging again. I think we're going to get penalties here to both players, maybe. And Bonnet may have just gotten launched. He was not happy that they were giving him a penalty there. And he said something to the referee on the way by, and he immediately pointed, you can go to the locker room. I'm going to assume McKinney's getting a penalty too, but they haven't put anybody in the box yet. 9.56 will be the time of whatever does get called here. There's 107 left in the four-on-four situation. 207 left on the major penalty to Donaldson. And now Bonnet has picking up a minor and I believe a game misconduct. And Vernarski is going to go over to the box to serve a penalty that I believe will be called against Tyler McKinney. Penalties are starting to mount up here in the third period. I think we're getting at least three called here. No, we're getting more than that. They've got four minutes up on the anchor base side. And two minutes up on the Marysville side. Things get curiouser and curiouser. So it should be three on three, I think, right now. Referee's gone back over to the uh, penalty timekeeper's bench. We were already playing a man short. We've got more penalties up on the board. Now they're taking down a penalty. They just took down the major penalty to Donaldson. Why would they do that? Both teams continue to have four players on the ice. They took down the Donaldson penalty, and I. now they put it back up. I'm very confused right now. 
If the penalty board is correct, we should be playing three-on-three hockey. Now the Tars are taking a guy off the ice. Marysville is not. Now they've taken down a penalty off the Marysville side. So that would make it four against three, which would make sense. But the Tars would put a player back out onto the ice. Now they've taken the four minutes down off the board on the Anchor Bay side. We're back to the original penalties that were up on the clock. And I get more and more confused. Now they've got a two-minute penalty up on the Tars side. We have what they want. Now they've opened up the Anchor Bay penalty bench again. Didn't seem like it was all that complex a thing. But uh, for some reason it has turned into a complex thing here. Looks like it's going to be a Marysville power play. Four on three. For a minute seven. Vikings lead it two to nothing. There's 7.04 to go in what has become a very chippy hockey game. Penalty boxes are stuffed full right now. But I think we're ready to go again, and eventually we'll get announcements on what they actually called. Vikings control the faceoff. They're trying to put this thing to bed. And they score! Ben LaValle was just trying to center the puck, and it deflected off a tar and went in. The Vikings get a power play goal on a very fluky play. Fourth goal of the year for Ben LaValle. It's a power play goal, and it might be unassisted. At 10.07, so it didn't take them very long with the man advantage to strike, and it was a play where they were trying to pass the puck. Ben LaValle was down low, and he just wanted to throw that to the other side, I think, where Noah LaValle was, and it hit the tar and went right up under the crossbar to make it 3 nothing for the Vikings. And, of course, they were just starting to announce the penalties when the goal happened. So now we're back to four on four. (laughs) 
Uh, they said Kuhn got the goal. He did not. Ben LaValle scored the goal. Kuhn may have gotten an assist, and they might have announced that backwards. It's definitely Ben LaValle that put that puck in the net. Off of the tar player. Now Kuhn's got it. He'll play it down in behind the goal, and he got a big hit from Paul. We're back to four on four here for a minute 20. Somehow Anchor Bay went from having a what would have been a minute of power play time on a major penalty in the tar score. A wraparound try bounces into the net. And I think Tayton Jones is going to get credit for this goal, making it 3-1. to one. And we just had two very screwy-looking goals go in here while we were trying to sort out what's going on. Tayton Jones will get his fourth goal of the season, though. And just when you thought Marysville had this thing wrapped up, the Tars are right back in it again. So it's three to one. So less than a minute after Marysville had scored, Anchor Bay comes back. 11.03, the time of uh, that uh, goal. And so now the score is 3-1. to one. Now I'm trying to figure this out. The, the Tars were going to have a minute of power play time on a major penalty. And now they're only going to get about seven seconds of power play time, and I'm not quite sure how all of that happened. Over the line, ooh, there's a shot by Wallace that grazed off of Gerling and just wide. 3-1 Vikings, still 5.15 to go here in the third period. Each team is still short a man, but only momentarily now. There's a takeaway, and back the other way is Ben LaValle up over the line. In with a shot, Gerling the save, and he'll cover up and hang on. Now the Tars are at full strength. And in six seconds, the Vikings will get a man out of the box, and they'll be at full strength. They never announced anything more to Bonnet than four minutes for slashing, although I'm pretty sure... The official waved him out of the game. There's a, a long shot. There is somebody sitting over in the uh, penalty box for Anchor Bay. But that, I thought, was the player serving the misconduct penalty. And I don't see Bonnet on the bench, so I do think he got thrown out. But the penalties were happening so fast and furious, and then a goal was scored while they were trying to announce it all, and I think it just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Bleskowski in his own zone. He's checked. Noah LaValle trying to hold it in for Marysville, but Bleskowski will work it past him, and then he'll bounce it in from center ice. McKinney looked around and decides he's going to hold on to it. So we finally have both teams back at full strength. Still 4.35 to go on the third, and the score now 3-1. to one. 
It was 1-0 Marysville. Braden Turner scored 226 into this third period to make it 2-0. Power play goal by Ben LaValle at 10-07. Made it 3-0, but Tayton Jones scored at 11-03 to make it 3-1. Peacock at his own line. Trevor Peacock to Ethan Peacock, and they'll roll it down the ice right in on goal, and McKinney will hold it for a faceoff. Tayden Jones will take the draw here for Anchor Bay, and they dropped it unfairly. We'll do it again. Now what do we got? Official back over to the box. And I believe Anchor Bay's called their timeout here. Just before they drop the puck, it looks like Anchor Bay is going to use their 30-second timeout. 4.16 to go. They're down by two. It's a thing they do in the NHL these days. I don't see it much in high school if Anchor Bay's thinking about pulling the goalie here or not. They might do it right away, or they might wait and see if they win the faceoff. I don't know, but I can't think of a, another reason to take their timeout this early. Well, they're opening the gate. They're going to have Gerling stay on the bench. So six attackers out for the Tars with 4.16 to go here in regulation. They're down by two, and they've got the faceoff down in the Marysville zone. So they're going to try and see if they can outnumber them with the goalie out. Forrester won the draw. Lee back to Peacock. He was checked, though. Ben LaValle works it back out center ice. Peacock in front of his own bench, trying to work it ahead. They scramble right along the boards at center ice in front of the two benches. And the Tars Jones finally gets it loose. Tayton Jones worked it back up over the line. French with a backhand try from way up top that deflects off into the corner. It's pushed down now into the right wing corner. Tayton Jones in after it along the right wing boards. Forced back out near the blue line. Now he'll circle in front on the backhand. Swept it right into the goal crease and it's kicked away. And now it's played ahead to Lavalle and he'll fire just wide in the empty net and take an icing call. Oh. He thought they were short-handed. He jumped up and pointed to the clock and realized all the penalties are done. He's telling the bench, too. He said, I'm sorry, thought we were short-handed. Otherwise, I would have skated to center before shooting that puck. No harm to this point. 3.35 to go. He actually didn't miss the net by that much. Coates. Feeds it up the boards. At the blue line again, a bouncing puck. And that bounced over the uh, stick of Trevino out to center. And Noah LaValle has a chance. And he won't miss the empty net. He scores. Noah LaValle makes it 4-1 for the Vikings with his second goal of the game. Fifth of the year for Noah LaValle, an empty net goal. Here at 13.39. I would think it is safe to say now that Marysville is going to play in the championship game of the Larry Mance Tournament tomorrow afternoon. 
We might not be done being chippy. We've got a penalty coming up here to the Vikings. Unassisted goal for Noah Lavalley. And now Furtaw is headed over to the box here for Marysville. Thirteen fifty-two will be the time of his penalty. Unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct to Furtaw. He knocked the tar player down, and the tar player lost his glove, and he shot the glove away from him, and that's what he got the penalty for. This is Anchor Bay's fifth power play of the game. They need to do something quickly. French took a shot. That's blocked. The net is empty again, so it's six against four. But the Vikings have the puck, and Coates will feed it back up over the line. That'll be taken away. Barkowski will get it center ice. Jones up the wing now. Centering feed. Tipped wide of the goal by Antico. Picked up now by Forrester, or French rather, back on the line. Long shot there by Blaskowski was deflected wide of the goal. French has it right circle. Back on the line, Antico with a shot. That's high up off the glass. Tires are getting the looks they want, but they're missing the target. Blaskowski for Antico. He's checked, and it's pushed out center ice. Shorthanded, two on one. Thick fires, and he missed the net. Oh, he had the opportunity. He had Turner with him. But he took the shot and missed the target. Now icing against Anchor Bay is going to stop action. 46 seconds left on the man advantage. But with the faceoff in their own zone, Gerling's going to have to go back into the net with 1.54 to go. So one nothing hockey game through two periods. We've had four goals scored here in the third. Three by Marysville, and they lead it 4-1. to one. Anchor Bay will win the faceoff. Here comes four tires through center. French will work it up over the line. Tuffin tied up in behind his own goal by French. Tars trying to dig it loose and back of the net. Gerling's going to go to the bench again for the extra attacker. Six against four. 30 seconds left on the man advantage. Out of the corner comes French. French feeds it back on the line. Shot by Paul. Hit traffic in front. Didn't get through. And Wallace will sweep it down the ice wide of the empty net. No icing here because of the penalty. 12 seconds left on the man advantage, and the Tars will tip it in deep again. Brody Tuffin down and behind his own goal. Fired it into the corner. That'll be intercepted. Centering feed was blocked off at the side of the net. Another centering feed hit the side of the net, and play will be whistled down. Penalty is over. Vikings back at full strength. 108 to play here in the third. Net still empty in the Tars zone. Nope, they're going to send Gerling back over the boards and back out onto the ice. Anchor Bay's got about nine guys out there right now, so a couple have to come over to the bench. Here's Gents with a chance right out in front with a backhand try. And McKinney, the glove save. Oh, and then he sticks it out and shows Gents the puck. <laughs> 
Big glove save by McKinney there. And he threw a little salt into the wound there. 102 to go. Turner steers the puck into the corner, goes and gets it himself. Chips it to the line. Under a minute to go now here in the hockey game. As Ben LaValle got it to center. Chipped right back up over the Viking line. Kuhn will go to Noel LaValle, and he'll bang it out center ice. Played back into the Viking zone again. Turner back after it. They got Turner and Noel LaValle playing defense right now. Now Kuhn will retreat. He'll take a look. Play the pass ahead. Furtaw. Center ice. Ben LaValle up over the line. Trying to dangle through. Did. Took the shot. And the blocker saved by Gerling. 20 seconds to go in this one. It's down low in the anchor bay zone now. Furtaw along the boards. Tied up by Paul. They continue to wrestle for it. 10 seconds left in this one. Out near the blue line. Noah LaValle is going to rag it back out to center ice and try to eat up the rest of the clock. He'll retreat all the way back in behind his own goal. The buzzer will sound to end the hockey game. 4-1, Marysville beats Anchor Bay, and we're back to tell you about it in just Mama a moment. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. 4-1 Marysville wins this one, and they will play at 3 o'clock tomorrow against the winner of our next game. Anchor Bay plays at 1 o'clock tomorrow against the loser of the next uh, game. Noel LaValle in the first with his fourth from Ben LaValle and Braden Turner at 8.05 made it 1-0, and that stood up all the way until the 2.26 mark of the third period when Turner scored from Noel LaValle to make it 2-0. Ben LaValle, a power play goal from Tanner Kuhn at 10.07 made it 3-0 Vikings. Tayton Jones got that one back for Anchor Bay from Lee and uh, Trevino at 11.03 to make it 3-1, but the empty net goal by Noel LaValle, his second goal of the uh, game, uh, at 13:39, made it four to one, and that'll be your final score. Noah Lavalley with two goals and an assist in the win tonight, and Braden Turner with a goal and an assist in the win uh, tonight, and Ben Lavalley with a goal and an assist in the win for Marysville today are your stars of the hockey game. Final score, four to one for Marysville. Coming up in just a few moments here. Game two from the Larry Mans tournament as Port Huron Northern takes on Port Huron Unified. Stick around for that coming up here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports. 